Welcome to Seize Your Midlife, the podcast exclusively for midlife women. I'm your host, Bree Schumacher. We are going to dive into all the things from health and hormones to beauty and wellness. We'll be asking the question, what's my midlife purpose? And what am I going to do with the rest of my life? We'll also be interviewing women who've taken leaps or made U-turns in midlife. This conversation is going to be engaging, sometimes educational, a little bit funny, and always real. It is my sincere hope that you find your midlife purpose and lead your most fulfilling life. So join us on this journey to seize your midlife. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Seize Your Midlife. I am so happy you are here today, and I'm excited to be back behind this microphone, just me. It's been a while since I have recorded a solo episode, and I'm going to talk a little bit about why that is later in the show, but right now I want to give you some exciting updates. Okay, the first update is on my previous guest, Catherine McGee. I don't know if you remember, but she was the Ivy League graduate that went on to work for Sephora and major beauty brands before launching a sexual wellness company called Playground. Ring any bells? The episode is called, Do You Need This in Your Midlife Sex Life? An interview with Catherine McGee. Okay, so it just came out recently that Christina Aguilera, yes, the major pop icon, is officially a founder and owner in Playground alongside Catherine McGee. How cool is that? And I just imagine that with her publicity that this product and business is going to explode. And so you are going to be wanting to watch it. And I'm going to be giving links in the show notes. And I'm also going to be putting on my social media. So stay tuned there a lot of these updates because they are so cool. And of course, if you haven't checked out the Flagron website and purchased one of the products, go do that too. But I just thought that was so cool when I saw that and I had to do a double take. I'm like, wait, is that Christina Aguilera? Oh yeah, girl, it is. How cool is that? The second update, do you remember Katie Walters? She is the mom of seven kids. Yeah, I said that right. Seven kids. She is a pastor's wife with a rebel heart. Um, Her story was so awesome. The episode was called Rebel Heart in interview with the fashionable, multi-passionate mom of seven, Katie Walters. Katie is the founder of Francis and Benedict, which is this amazing fashionable skirt line. Well, I shouldn't even say skirts. They have dresses. They have all sorts of different products that are so cool. They're made with African wax prints that were inspired in Togo. And Katie was inspired on a trip to Togo to start the business. And she said when she went to Togo, so all the people that make the dresses, everything is happening in Togo. It's so cool. 
creates so much sustainability there and changes lives. But one of the things that Katie had noticed when she was traveling there was that she saw all these shipping containers and they were taking products into Togo and none were exporting products from Togo. And she said someday it was her dream that there would be enough orders for Francis and Benedict that they would have a shipping container exporting out of Togo and into the United States. And y'all, guess what? They accomplished that. Katie accomplished that. There is now officially a Francis and Benedict shipping container that is bringing this beautiful African fashion to the United States. So that was so cool to see. And right about the same time that she announces this, Katie is also on the cover of Charleston Home and Design, the magazine. And there is no wonder because she's like a I don't know, a phenomenon, a superhero. I don't even know how you can have seven kids and just even brush your hair, let alone run this amazing business, change lives with the nonprofit side of it, and also be up at church. I mean, she's just really an amazing person. And so I want you to pay attention to this. And also, if you look at this fashion and you're like, wow, this is so gorgeous and I can just see myself and see my friends in these products. They actually have a really cool, it's like an affiliate program, but it's called being a Francis and Benedict advocate where you can sell the products and be part of this global group of women that are doing that. So just so excited for Katie because she's such a special person. So, and then, oh my gosh, you guys, this one, oh, Do you remember the episode called Imagine Being Accused of a Crime You Didn't Commit? It was my interview with Alex Cusis, who actually went to my high school and was, in fact, accused and arrested for a crime she didn't commit. And she wrote this amazing book. And if you have not listened to that podcast, I would call it a page turner. If a podcast could be a page turner, that's what that one was. And Alex had some big updates recently too that I'm so excited to share with you. One is that there is going to be an audio version of the book and she has been recording that. And when you hear the podcast, you'll just hear her energy is so incredible and positive in the face of such a hard and long, arduous journey to prove her innocence. And so to hear it from her own voice, I can't even imagine. So stay tuned for that. And then also, here's what I'm on the edge of my seat about. She is adding an epilogue to the epilogue because apparently after the book ended, something major happened. So I know I am just dying to hear what that is. So stay tuned for that. And if you haven't listened to that episode, oh my gosh, wow go back and listen to it. Okay. And then Jessica, do you guys remember my interview with Jessica? Jessica's podcast episode was called A New Heart and a New Lease on Life. And it was about Jessica and her her health struggles and how she ended up getting a new heart from an organ donor and how it's changed her life. And if you have followed Jessica's journey, you know, both on the podcast and then outside on social media, you have seen what a just struggle 
it had continued to be that, you know, she was having so many other health issues and being admitted again to the hospital. And it just seemed like there was just so many things that that were going wrong. And my heart was aching for Jessica because nobody has more of a zest for life and a gratitude for this planet than Jessica. She is the epitome of grace under pressure and hardship. So you guys, you are just going to be so excited when you hear this. Jessica is coming on the women's trip to Guatemala. I can't even tell you when I saw her registration come through how excited I felt. And when I saw that she wrote in our new WhatsApp group, she wrote, this trip is a celebration of life for me. I just literally teared up because I'm like, oh, hell yes, it is. I am so happy for Jessica. This is truly her new lease on life. And every time I go to Guatemala, we climb this active volcano. And it is a hard climb to the top. But when you are up there and you see lava flowing, you roast marshmallows up there, you look out, it is this amazing sense of accomplishment. It's so incredible. And I can't even tell you, I've never been more excited for somebody to do that climb than Jessica because just, wow, what a climb she has been on. And I'm just so happy for her and so happy that she has this new lease on life. So if you haven't listened to her story, go back and do that. But obviously follow along for the next part because that's where the story gets good. It's in the living. It's in the living. Okay. So while that's my most fun part is all of you and your amazing updates. So if you are listening to this and you have a big life update, whether you are a former guest or you are a listener, my gosh, tell me. I love nothing more than celebrating women because women in midlife are doing amazing things. Okay, now on to my own update. So I don't know. You probably didn't notice because I've had episodes pre-recorded, but I kind of put the brakes on the podcast a little bit. And I had not done any solo episodes because I felt like I didn't have anything to say. And if you know me at all, you're like, you don't have anything to say. Really, Brita? Yeah, I didn't have anything to say, which is highly unusual. But I think what I was doing was spending time processing where I was at and what I've been feeling. And I felt like I couldn't just go on and record an episode. So here's kind of what has been on my mind, on my heart, and going on and what I wanted to share with you. So The first is that in February, I went on my annual big trip with my sister. We do this every year. It's the best tradition ever. We go to a new country. We go way off the beaten path. Um, We went to Belize this year, and I think we are probably the only people in the history ever to go to Belize and not use our swimsuits, but we were in caves and in jungles and, you know, little Mayan coffee farms. And I felt the essence of myself and everything I love just come to the surface. Every night we would go back tired and hot to our room and my sister would fall asleep and I would stay up writing in detail on my social media what we did that day with just such joy and zest. 
and lost in time. And I found that I wasn't checking the midlife things as much, that I felt so much more engaged and excited and passionate about travel and culture, which honestly, if you know me, is not surprising. I mean, I've been this way since I studied abroad at 21, and then obviously I started my Spanish school, which was formed on this foundation of a love of culture, Spanish, travel, all of those things. So that has been on my heart, like, am I getting sidetracked kind of thing? And then the next thing that I was paying attention to, did you hear my interview with Jill Hole? It's so good. It's about the roller coaster of midlife. And oh my gosh, this is just an example of the roller coaster of midlife, right? Like one day you feel like you figured it out, and the next day you're like, oh, geez, nope. Mm-mm. Well, one thing she said in this interview that stuck with me, and I think you should pay attention to, is she said, look at your to do list and what keeps following you week to week on that to-do list. What do you just keep putting on there, but you never check off? So I've been thinking about that since this interview. And there's this class that I had started in perimenopause. And, you know, I was taking it. I was taking all the notes, whatever. My idea was I wanted to share it with you all. And I see that there is a need for this kind of education. That's part of why I started this podcast is being like, oh my gosh, there's this need. But I just can't bring myself to go finish it. And I think what I realized is like that part of the midlife things, I I mean, I feel weird even saying this out loud. I'm not that interested in. Like I feel like I want the magic recipe and secret sauce for how to survive perimenopause menopause when I finally go off the pill. But I think the reason why I just kept getting stuck is because it doesn't come easily to me. Science is not my jam. Like Body stuff is not my area of interest. Yes, I want to look good and feel good, and I know all of you do too, but that kind of resonated with me of this is following me because I don't really want to do it. And maybe I will do it at some point, but I am paying attention to the way that feels to me. The next thing is that I just really noticed that the podcast numbers had gone down. Like, I mean, really gone down. And so I started to be like, well, maybe y'all aren't as interested either in the things that I have to say or have to share. And it's really hard in this space of podcasting when there's literally millions of podcasts in this era of social media where you see what other people are doing to not compare and to not go, oh gosh, like, is nobody interested anymore? So I actually, I took a minute after my trip and then I did go on to social media and say kind of what I was tossing around. And you guys, you came at me with such encouragement and such positivity and you told me how much the podcast means to you and how much you listen to it and it's your favorite podcast and all the things that you said. And that meant a lot to me. So thank you so much for that. I appreciate that so much. Okay, so here's what I know. Here's where I am at right now. And I still have not figured it out. And I think the thing is that we're never done figuring it out, right? I'm sure you aren't either. You're still figuring it out. But what I know is this. Sometimes we have to pay attention to whether we want to be 
a consumer or a producer of something. And I first heard this from Ashley Stahl. She wrote the book, You Turn, Y-O-U Turn. It's so good, by the way. Great book. She's not in midlife, but she's got a lot of wisdom and it's really good and I highly recommend you read it. But she pointed that out in there. And even before I got to this moment right now, it stood out to me because I have this food business. Well, I had had this idea for a food business of fast, healthy way to make food for my family that was organic, that I could throw together. And so I came up with these sauces. And I ended up having like a real food business with professional labels and nutrition facts and a manufacturer and my products on the grocery store shelves and all of these things just happening so fast. And I was filling a niche because other women also wanted fast, healthy ways to make dinner for their families. And I knew like, wow, this is it. This is so – this is the brilliant idea, right? And it was – but it wasn't for me. I realized as I stood in the grocery store handing out samples of chicken or shrimp with my sauce on it um, or green pasta as we like to call it in my family that I wanted to use that sauce. I wanted to be a consumer of that sauce. I didn't want to be a producer. I didn't want to own a, a food business. I went to Spanish school with over 100 employees that I loved to death. It was like my family. I had to walk away from that food business because I wasn't meant to be a producer of it. And you guys, I can tell you that coming to that kind of realization sometimes is really hard because I knew if I stuck by that business, I could grow it. It would go gangbusters. And I would be successful financially, business-wise. But that's not why we do things sometimes. And so I sold that business. There's a whole nother story there I can tell you about. But it's this question of consumer versus producer. So for example, let's say you love wine. And you love to go out to Napa once a year. And you love to read about wine and try new wines and all the things. Does that mean that you should open a wine bar? Probably not. But that's that question of consumer versus producer. Okay, where am I going with this? How am I going to tie this back in? Okay, what I realized is that the health, body, beauty, that part of midlife, I want to know about when I need to know about it, but I don't want to produce it because it's not a good fit for me. I would have to teach myself all of those things in order to teach you. And there are experts. There are people who are passionate about hormones and things like that. And I should give that role to them. It's not my role. I wasn't meant to do it. And that question of consumer versus producer and what's on my to-do list has kind of brought me to the realization that that is just not going to be something that I'm personally going to be doing solo episodes about. And you know what's really interesting? The episode that has the least number of downloads is the one where I talk about midlife health. And those are all things that I have taught myself, that I have gone through personally. But I don't know. I think it's interesting. Maybe that's not 
what you all want either here. Maybe that's not why you're here. So I wanted to give you that update. Okay. So what does this mean? Well, let me just say this. I believe so solidly in seize your midlife, in seizing your midlife. I believe that midlife is one of the most, if not the most pivotal times in our lives. It is a time to say, is this enough? What's my purpose? What's the legacy I'm going to leave? What does my perfect day look like? What are my values? I think it is so important. And so seizing your midlife and the mission of why I came up with this idea, not just for a podcast, but for a business, I so solidly believe in. Because nothing just makes me sadder than thinking about a woman in her midlife wasting these precious years not chasing a dream because she was afraid, because she was waiting for it to be a perfect time, whatever. I feel so strongly in being the person that, like I said in my episode with Carrie, pushes you off the high dive and says, girl, go do the thing. Do it scared. Just flipping do it. And that part of Caesar Midlife, the idea that it's not a midlife crisis, it's a midlife arising, oh my gosh, I believe in so much. And then the next piece, the women, you, all of you listening, and then these women that I've interviewed. Oh my gosh. First of all, I can't even tell you the relationships that I have strengthened or just have as new relationships because of this podcast. I was recounting, my stepdad was visiting recently, and I was like, oh, in this episode, and this woman, and she did this, and blah, blah, because I'm, I just can't even believe these women. I can't believe you. This is such a gift to be able to share the stories and hopefully these stories that have inspired you. So I so strongly believe in women and the power of women and midlife women. So I leave you with this. I'm still figuring it out. I'm guessing you are. But here are a few questions that I want to leave you with. What comes easy to you, my friend? What do you lose time doing? What does the world need that you can offer? (laughs) And remember when asking that question to say, are you sure you want to be a producer of that? Or do you want to just consume that? Anyways, hang on tight. I am still here. And things are going to evolve as they do as they should. And I'm so grateful for you. If you can so kindly make sure you're following the podcast and so that the downloads come. If you have not given a review to the podcast, could you do that? Or just give it a rating? Those things not only encourage me because my gosh, they do, but they also help more women find this podcast. And the more women that join in on this conversation, the fuller it will be. Thank you so much for listening, friends. And let this be your reminder to seize your midlife. I'm rooting for you.